Welcome to Married by Design. Is the best yet to be? How can we have an attitude and perspective that will give us an expectation and a joy about the future as we continue to mature? That's what we'll be looking at on this episode of Married by Design. The purpose of the Married by Design podcast is to encourage couples to enjoy all that God has for them in their marriage relationship. Welcome to Married by Design this week. We're in the middle of a series entitled, The Best is Yet to Be. That's a line from a poem by Robert Browning. In that poem, the author expresses great hope and faith that we should have to a better future because God is in our future. Let me read the first stanza from the poem. Grow old along with me. The best is yet to be. The last of life for which the first was made. Our times are in his hand, who saith, A whole I planned. Youth shows but half. Trust God, see all, nor be afraid. What a wonderful encouragement and perspective that is, especially for today. So many people are discouraged about the things that are going on in the world, and they look to the future with fear and apprehension and a great amount of pessimism. And yet Robert Browning, in his poem, provides an optimism and a faith that can fill us with a sense of hope. This is part of what will make the second part of our life great and exciting. It's not just about all our circumstances working out and everything going smoothly. The reality is that many of us will face great difficulties in the second part of our life. There may be physical challenges, there may be mental challenges such as Alzheimer's, There may be struggles that you have in family relationships and needing to take care of elderly parents. And with all those challenges, we want to suggest that you should still have the attitude that the best is yet to be. And we want to talk about the basis of that fantastic and sometimes seemingly unrealistic attitude. It's not unrealistic, but it is a matter of faith of understanding who God is and living based on faith rather than what we see or what we think is going to happen. In the last two episodes, we looked at two groups of people. We looked at those that failed in the second part of their life. The second group was those who excelled in the second part of their life. And the difference of the two basically comes down to their faith and their relationship with the Lord. There is no greater litmus test to determine how the second part of your life will be than your relationship with Jesus Christ. That's really what it's all about. We can't control the external things that happen in our life, but we can control our faith and our trust in the Lord. We can find ourselves thriving despite the challenges and disappointments of life. Our faith does not have to be dependent on circumstances or what we see. Our hope is not dependent on everything going perfectly in this present life. And that's what we want to look at in this episode. We want to look at the first of two aspects that are fundamental to the Christian life that will allow us to thrive even in difficult times as we grow older. These two will supernaturally carry us through the challenges that we face and will allow us to live the victorious Christian life and to be effective even with those challenges. The first aspect we're going to look at this week is the concept of faith. Next week, we'll look at hope. These two ideas are central to the Christian life and are repeatedly presented throughout the Bible. Both in the Old Testament and the New Testament, we see examples of believers that had to live by faith and had to hold on to hope. 
And we see how much these two foundations were so powerful in their lives and can be in our lives. And these two things, faith and hope, are the source of the energy that you need to have a vital Christian faith as you mature and grow older. And we're going to take a look at faith this week to begin to develop it in your mind. So let's jump in and look at this idea of faith. There are a plethora of passages that talk about faith and what it means to trust in the Lord and believe in Him. You might decide to do a Google search on faith and begin to write out all the verses that have to do with trusting the Lord and believing in Him. You could also look up situations in the Bible where people had to walk by faith and had to trust Him even in the midst of difficulties and challenges. That's what we're going to look at this week. We're going to look at one passage in which a group of people, the Israelites, were facing a very difficult and deadly situation. And in the midst of those challenges that they faced, the Lord challenged them to walk by faith and trust in Him. Well, it may be a very familiar passage to you from Sunday school. It's the passage of the crossing of the Red Sea in Exodus chapter 14. If you're not familiar with that passage, we encourage you to pause the podcast right now and take some time to read it. You need to be familiar with it if we're going to draw out some principles from it by way of application. The important thing is that you begin to apply this concept of faith in your life today. As you practice this notion of faith and belief and trust in God, it will help you to rise beyond your circumstances and rise beyond the challenges that you will face as you go into the second part of your life. In Exodus 14, we see the Israelites leaving Egypt and the Egyptian army chasing them. With the Egyptian army behind them and the Red Sea before them, the Israelites panicked. They said in verse 11, Is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? And here's that great statement of faith in verse 13. And Moses said to the people, Fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord which he will work for you today. What a great statement of faith in the midst of difficulty and in the midst of turmoil. As a chapter goes on, you see how God parted the Red Sea and allowed the Israelites to go through. And when the Egyptian army followed them, he had the waters cover over them and destroy them. So here's the first principle. We see in Exodus 14 that God is, that he exists. That may be a fairly obvious statement, but often in our lives as believers, we fail to really believe that. I'm not saying that we don't believe that God exists, but in the midst of the challenges and the crises that we face or we will face, we can operate like an atheist. That's what the Israelites were doing here. They forgot that God existed, that he was there, that he was the great God that had put all the plagues on Egypt. They thought that it was all about them now and nobody was going to rescue them. Faith is believing that God is, according to Hebrews 11.6, that he exists. It only makes sense for the atheist, someone who doesn't believe in God, to believe that it's all on their shoulders and things are spinning out of control and there is no one watching over anything, that there's no purpose or design for anything that happens. But it should not be so for the believer. The Israelites should have seen that God had this whole event perfectly designed. Things were not out of control. He brought the Israelites out of Egypt by all these mighty plagues, and he brought them to the Red Sea to demonstrate his greatness. There was a purpose in it. 
He said in verse 17, I will get glory over Pharaoh and all his hosts, his chariots and his horsemen. And he says it again in verse 18. Through this chapter, God is in perfect control and has his own plan of what he's trying to accomplish, and he executes it perfectly. Now, I want you to think about that in the second part of your life. You have to believe that the events that will occur in your life are not out of control and purposeless. The challenges that you will face in your life are part of a divine plan of God accomplishing what He wants. If you really believe that, that will allow you to live a life of great faith and trust in Him. To take every challenge that comes in every difficulty as something that God allows for His purposes. And that can allow you to rest. You don't have to fight against the events of life and the difficulties. They are allowed by a loving and wise God. It is so easy for us in our faith to become disgruntled with God because we don't like the things that He allows. And add to that a second aspect of faith. Not only did the Israelites need to understand that God was, but that He was there, that He was active and involved in their situation, that He was not unaware or unconcerned with the Egyptian army and the situation they found themselves in. He was right there in the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire. He gave them a visible, unquestioned reminder that He was with them. That is so key to our faith, to believe that He is with you. God is not somebody who created everything around us and then He left it. We see over and over that God is a shepherd according to David in Psalm 23. He cares for you and knows your needs even before you ask Him. We have to believe that He's intimately involved in our ways, that He has numbered our days and He's planned them out. This idea of God's closeness is seen in the Incarnation. God became man. He demonstrated to His disciples that He was right there with them, leading them, encouraging them, teaching them, correcting them, and He invited them to abide in Him and rest in Him. What a beautiful picture of intimacy and closeness the Lord gives us in the Bible. That's what we need to factor into our thinking about the second part of our lives. As we think about the second part of life and the challenges, we should have a great faith and trust that God is with us and that He's right beside us, that He never leaves us or forsakes us, that in the midst of anything that we will go through, He is right there helping us, holding our hand. We've talked before about David's faith in God in the midst of all of his trials, We look before in Psalm 27. Let me just read verse again. This is David when he's being chased around by King Saul. And this is what he says in Psalm 27, verses 13 and 14. He writes, I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. That's faith. That's a belief and trust that God is with us and that He is there to give us strength, to encourage us, and to bless us. If you have that perspective, you can't help but be excited about what the second part of your life holds. And one last thing. We also see in Exodus 14 that God is a God who leads. In the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire, the Lord was leading Israel. Through the wilderness, God manifested Himself in a pillar of cloud and fire. And they followed that pillar. That's part of faith. It's to believe in God that He will lead us. That we're not left on our own to figure it all out. 
With all the decisions that you will have to navigate through, God will lead you. I've been amazed at the times that I've seen God lead through His Word. When I've needed wisdom in my quiet time, I often see that God has provided scripture or an idea that has helped me to know the direction I should go. God uses so many avenues of wise counsel through prayer and through His Spirit to lead me. That's part of the walk of faith. It's being excited about the second half of life because you know that God goes with you and He will lead you every step of the way. He will lead you into green pastures. He will lead you beside quiet waters. He will lead you in all truth. He will give you wisdom for any decisions that you need to make. With God on your side leading you, you can't help but be excited about the future. And I just want to say one more thing. There's one other application I'll just touch on, and that is that God is a deliverer. We see God delivering the Israelites through the Red Sea, protecting them. And there's such a picture of that in our life that we know that we can't be protected from everything that happens, but God will deliver you through that. That's the picture of the cross. Jesus Christ came to die for our sins and deliver us from sin so that we could have a right relationship with Him. God will help you. God will guide you. God will deliver your heart and help you in the difficult times as well as the joys in the second part of life. Well, we've just scratched the surface. We would encourage you to read through Exodus 14 and really think about the God that you believe in, to see His character and understand who He is and to allow that to begin to shape your expectation and excitement about the future. He is a God who is sovereign. Everything is in His control. He is close to you, and He will direct you. This kind of faith is the faith that will give us the expectation that the best is yet to be. Well, now for your homework, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to read through Exodus 14 and talk about it as a couple This concept of faith, bring in other passages and talk about this idea of trusting God, of knowing that He's in complete control of your life and that He will guide you and that He will deliver you. Develop that in your mind and then begin to think about the second part of your life and how that faith will be so important to giving you that life that God intends you to have. Well, let me pray. Father, I just pray that you would fill us with faith and expectation, God. We know that you are in control. And God, help us to be people that believe in you and trust you, Father, whether times are good or bad, that we hold out our hand and that you take our hand and that you guide us through those times with your grace and your mercy. Father, as we look to the second part of our life, help us to look at it with a great amount of belief and faith and excitement because you're in it, Father. And we just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for being with us this week. We do want to encourage you to share this podcast with somebody. We want to get the word out about these principles from God's word to help couples and people in the second part of their life. You can click on the share button and share it on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or send it out as a text to somebody. We'd also encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. You can click on that to subscribe each week. If you have any questions or comments or suggestions, you can email us at marriedbydesign01 at gmail.com. Next week on our podcast, we're going to be looking at the second aspect of our Christian life that should give us a great expectation and hope as we look at the second part of our life. That's what we'll be looking at next time on Married by Design. (music) 